Ladies and gentlemen, welcome on back to the X-Week segment of the Wide World of Wargaming. As always, I am your host, Vince Morgato. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. Hello there. And the Rictatorship himself, Rick Rudell. General Kenobi. <laughs> you know, there I'm coughing bad enough that I could do a really good Grievous impression right now. Um, <laughs> speak of the devil. Uh, so we all... Went to a hyperspace trial this weekend with varying degrees of success, ranging from none to a lot. Uh, <laughs> Jeff, I know that you made the cut, but then ceremoniously elected to drop to give someone else a chance. Rick, where did you end up? Um, through a miracle of getting 700 MOV in my last two games combined, um, I made cut at seventh. Very um, nice. But due to an error in magnets on my bases, I accidentally flew off the board on turn one of cut. So it was it was kind of like that uh, scene from Space Jam where Bugs Bunny just stood under the table and dragged one of your models off the board. Yep. Wait, 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 wait. So when I was walking out the door and you were lined up backwards, that was what? What was that about? That was accidental. I did not notice I was lined up backwards. That's- um. BS. We were talking about it. Um, BS. What what you know, actually happened there? Rick, did you throw? Uh, I did throw the game. Um, okay. Yeah, Daniel Lim is an amazing guy, very supportive to the community, and I am going to have another way to earn my shot to Worlds, and he may not. So um, I am happy to say that um, I felt like he deserved a chance to go get his world's ticket, and he pulled it off and went and got his world's ticket. So, two things. First of all, Daniel would have kicked your ass. So, <laughs> I, I don't understand why you didn't try. Secondly, if you didn't want Daniel to kick it, kick your ass, you should have dropped and let the tenth place person in. Um, there is that argument, and it's uh, it's too late now. Yeah, it's too late now. Daniel, I just want to point Daniel out. Daniel did win, by the way. Yeah. I, I just I just should point out that Isophane already turned. And we're talking about Daniel Lim, also known as uh, Lord Isophane on the Gold Squadron podcast. Uh, he already had an invite to Worlds, or did he re- reject one no, already? No, he never won one. That This is the first Worlds invite Daniel has been able to claim. Correct. Oh, interesting. I thought he got his at Santa Clara. No, that was uh, Andrew Nickel. Andrew, Andrew Nickel, right, right. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah, I, I, Isophane is a big enough leading light of the community that it is worthy of you to throw for him, uh, even if it is uh, a shameful display. All right. So, Jeff, do you have any shame about taking Carson Ray's list? Um, I, I just, I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. It's customized. <laughs> I customized it. I gave it a little tweak of my own. What What did you customize, Jeff? I, I took off Predator. <laughs> So basically what you're saying is that you maximized a bid even more than it was already maximized. Well, I wouldn't say maximized. It's still only a four-point bid. And here's here's the thing about it. So just in case people don't know, it's Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Rick. Um, the thing about it is that I did not I did not use sense. Kenobi. Did not use sense in a meaningful way throughout this entire tournament. So effectively, I was playing with a 191-point list. Yeah, um, there was against me. Uh, uh, I actually turned my dial over for you when you forgot it. Um, I don't think it mattered. The only time it mattered was Vader, and I don't think that no, um, it, that it, I, was it, I never did it when it was, mattered. 
Yeah. Yeah. It just didn't matter. So, um, yeah, it was, uh, it, it is Carson Ray's list. Uh, this is the first time that I've flown it, that I actually saw the matrix. Um, <laughs> so I did, I did very well. Uh, excluding a, a momentary, a moment of panic where your uh, Anakin almost got one tapped by Fen Rao. Um, I, I wouldn't say it was a moment of panic. I flew the rest of that game in panic. But fair enough. <laughs> so you flew a game uh, against Fen Rao. Uh, Fen, Fen Rao and three. So uh, the, all five opponents that I faced ended up in the top eight. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, in in the the top three players. Um, I played, and then I played Rick as well, and uh, also played who who else? So Rick, Evan, Daniel, Robert, and Jefferson um, played all five of them. Mm-hmm. So you played you played Jefferson, who came in first. You played Evan, yeah. who came in second. You played yeah. Robert, who came in fifth. You played me, who came in seventh. And who was your other opponent? Daniel came in third. Yeah, and Daniel, who came in third. Yep. Wow. So you face Murderer's Row. Um, yeah. Uh, it was uh, it, it was just a like I said, it's the first time that I actually really saw the Matrix with the list, and I, I really flew well. Um, even my loss in the fifth round to Jefferson, who I've never played before, and it's just an astonishingly good technical player. He just did not – he didn't make a mistake with his um, – with his sinker, plow, broadside, and um, and two arc lists. Two, yeah, he just did not make a mistake. And the funny thing was the one, the one mistake he did make where he thought I was doing something and I did a genius move that wasn't that. He he panicked out into a sh- a shot that basically won him the game because he he had a perfect unanswered shot on a stressed Anakin. He was telling me that. Yeah, it was amazing. But he just didn't make any – he made no mistakes. There was no – it was remarkable. I mean, it, it's uh, – for someone that I've never played before, never really seen him play or anything, it's for somebody to be that good, where's where is he from? Jefferson's part of my local meta, and I will say that he has come a long way in the past six months um, to be consistently one of the top guys in the South Bay. And you guys are the top guys in the Bay Area. I mean, that's yeah. Yeah, I go down there to get my weekly beating. And Rick, you brought your uh, Vader Ven- uh, Vader Vermeil Duchess list that you're very excited about. I brought my I brought a um, a poor imitation ah. of it. it. It was the pilot, but because Palpatine is not hyperspace legal, um, I did not have Palpatine in my list. And so having gone from something to Palpatine, I was like, oh, whatever. That's not that much better. Having gone from Palpatine yeah. to something else, oh, good God, Palpatine is amazing. Yeah, board-wide um, mods are normally pretty good, they say. I'm surprised. <laughs> this sounds and, shocking. Um, and so I brought that. It was it was a good time. Um, I Because I didn't have Palpatine, I was a little more reckless with Vermeil and put him in some uh, overly aggressive kind of stupid positions, um, such as a position where a four Nantex swarm tractored him onto a rock, such as uh, where he got uh, 
deleted with no return fire against Jeff, those kinds of things. Um, and um, so I made some mistakes in my first uh, first three games, luckily winning one of them, which allowed me to, after lunch break, come back, kind of reset my brain, and uh, then proceed to just uh, roll the rest of the rest of Swiss. So in true submarine fashion. So I do want to say that uh, Rick, I hit Rick in the first round on his uh, Vermeil by like a judge call as far yeah. as art goes. So without that, that game could have honestly gone the other way. Uh, because I may not have killed him in the second round the way that I did if I hadn't got that damage during the first round. So that was that was fortunate because he moved a lot faster than I think he expected, and it was definitely faster than I expected. So he dodged yep. one of my arcs, and I just barely picked him with the other arc. Exactly. But I think this kind of highlights one of the things that we've said about Vermeil consistently on this show is he just dies so quick. You know, for for using him as your main support third, if you do make a mistake with him against a lot of lists, he just dies instantly. So the thing is, is that his damage output is there that he can usually trade himself very efficiently. It's when he doesn't have a single shot for the entire game or when he gets um, cornered by four ships yeah. because of a poor decision. That's when he loses. But... Um, the, his ability to not worry about offensive mods and just roll in and take an evade allows him to trade efficiently in a one or one v one or one v two situation. And you're you're confident that this is going to work and extend it as long as you just swap out for Palpatine. Yes, because I'm ac- I have been playing a lot more cautiously with him. Currently, the only things that really give me a scare are Nantex because I just don't understand how to like how to be where they can't be because they can be literally anywhere. Right. And at only, at only a net four, there's just not yeah. much you can do about it. Like, uh, you know, a net five and six, if I'm not facing some fact, I, they just don't touch me, but at a net four, there's just and they're, much you can do about it. The, they're the amount of asymmetry they bring to just all of the standard rules of X-Wing combat is crazy. You know, like you're always looking for that yes. range one shot with Vader. The problem is that if you do go for that, you probably end up tractored into a couple of arcs with one, you know, with two evade, and then you just get turned inside out. Yeah, it's. I was talking about this um, on my drive back from from the hyperspace as well, which is that I don't necessarily look to dodge arcs. I look to fly my ships to where my opponents won't be or can't get arc and then take the shot I get from that position. And when I try to do that against a Nantex, I just literally cannot find a place they cannot point at no matter what yeah. they do. Yep. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me ask you this. Did you, did you enjoy playing against the Nantex? I'm not asking about the player. The player was one of my good friends. Was, yeah, I like it was him. Bobby. I like good Bobby. Fun yeah. Bobby. Sorry, amended. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I um, 
once I had equalized numbers, even though I was at one hole on all of my ships, I had a lot more fun because it was no longer just there's half a board I can't go into. Um, right. That was the major problem for me against the Nantex is I looked at his four Nantex coming at my face and I thought, well, okay then. Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do? How do you There's no way there was no way to engage yeah, them I, I just, and they I, kill you on the second turn of the engage. Not on the not on the merge, but the turn where usually you like slash past each other, you can't slash past them. Exactly. You cannot get past them. And that's the thing. Like I, I only played one Nantax. I, I made the the meta call. Um, to bring the Jedi, even though I thought there might be Nantex, and I was right, there there weren't Nantex, and so I only played one, and it was the init four, and um, even against the init four, even though the player was very friendly and very skilled, and we had a good time playing the game um, against each other, I didn't have a good time against the damn Nantex because all you can do, even even at init four, all you can do is make sure you're not. Anywhere mm -hmm. close to that damn ship, it's like it's it's all you can do. So I, I killed forty points, and that's all I got. Um, you know, and it's like wow, that is just that is just a, a ship that breaks every rule in the game, and it's just I just don't enjoy. Yeah, it. I'm sad that I, uh, despite how atrocious my showing was, for those who are inevitably going to look, I went one and three with a horrific margin of victory. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed I never got to fly against them. I really am. Uh, I wanted to see how bad it was. Oh, Ray, Ray what was that, Rick? If Ray, if you fly Ray, you just ram her into range one of them. Delete. Delete. Just, just here's back. five dice. You yeah. know, with not one, not yeah. two, but three mods. I mean, yeah. he does have three ensnares, so <laughs> he, he could actually. And if Ray gets out of arc, yeah. It's, yep, that's the only. Yeah, that's you know that that is a worry. Um, hopefully, well, let me put it this way: I brought Ray. I changed this list the night before because I'm a moron. Uh, it was originally supposed to be Ray, Greer, and Tally. And I, I went for maximum force, maximum mods on Ray. So uh, Finn and you know Leia crew and any other upgrade I thought could help me out in that pursuit. And it did not work the way I thought it was. And I flew that ship so wrong. You know, I... I was oddly enough. I've never said this before in my life. I don't think I was aggressive enough with Ray. Like I wasn't. I wasn't playing for the, yeah. you know, flying to range one and immediately sloop, and then turn into a pursuit ship, which is exactly how she plays. I mean, we, we talked about it on. Uh, I sent you that yep. link in Discord. So. I think you're on to something with the Ray and the two A's because that list went five and one first in Swiss at the IQ Games hyperspace trial. Just a little bit different yep. upgrades on Ray. Um, really good, really impressive changes. Uh, using Corsella because who well, cares the crazy. About so it, 
I didn't when you sent me that link and I read about and I read kind of his description of how he played. There, did you see the part where he said he stacked six stress on himself in a turn? Yeah, six. Yeah, and got rid of yep. it in one turn maneuver. With yeah, he takes. So when you take the red, the uh, race Falcon title and contraband cybernetics, um, you can take. You can take. Oh God! And then he also has Rose, uh, Tico, his crew, um, and Finn Gunner. You're talking about up to as many as you know the effect of four actions in a turn. And yeah, it just turns okay. Ray into a murder machine. You know, um, I went with what I thought was kind of a more meta loadout where I just went for as many blue maneuvers as I could and as many force on Ray as I could. And that turned out to be a mistake. And Lula was not nearly the damage, put, uh, the damage output I expected it to be, which may have been the other the bigger problem. I, I talked to you about that at lunch. I talked to you about that at lunch. I think pattern analyzer is the wrong call on an a wing i think you're right 10 times um originally i wasn't going to do anything uh but because of the uh, because of you know what i kind of expected to do with the list which is being able to sloop twice in a row uh i left it and it was a mistake you know i just there's no way around that it was a mistake mm -hmm. it was a bad tech choice and that list is you know the up the the concept might have juice, but the way I built it was just not a how I play and be efficient. Um, right. I played actually uh, a couple. I played uh, Robert Kakushka, who violated me with his uh, skull. Basically, you know, Fen and three zealots. That game was not fun. Um, he, oh, he's been flying nothing guys. but that for months, and it shows. He. Oh man! Yeah, um, I flew Donnie Dukes, the winner of the Sacramento Hyperspace Trial, uh, and that was the closest game that I lost, uh, two hundred to one twenty. Um, I was actually pretty confident halfway through that game, and then just Kobo started rolling stupidly hot dice, and that my, two A wings and Ray cannot take a lot of hits, you know. Just you, you don't have the def you don't have the the defense dice or the hole really. If either one of them starts starts bleeding off, you just die. Um, and is he getting three dice out of three uh, red dice every turn? Every turn. Well, did he have advanced optics? Well, he almost never That's used it. Why? He kept rolling two paint and a hit. <laughs> you know, it was just, but. Regardless, even if you rolled two hits and a blank, it's still three. Right, but you're supposed to roll hit, focus, blank. Fair, and he didn't. I mean, but hey, look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be the guy that blames dice. Although I do want to make the point that in several games, I would heroic on four dice and only get one paint. So the odds were not in my favor this weekend. I'll put it that way. You, to be fair, several games, several games you got to heroic four on dice. four dice. Holy cow! Yeah, you can play. Dice. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I had no, I had no dice rolls in this tournament. Yeah, I borrowed Jeff's dice for about three yeah. quarters of that. Time. I think I, yeah, Rick. I think I did. I'm pretty sure I. Did. Maybe you guys split them. 
Maybe maybe you each got half my dice. Now imagine how bad it would be if you had all my. Well, dice. I think by borrowing your guys' stuff, I contaminated my own luck. <laughs> I, I think the Jeff it Pathogen was, uh, was passed, and now I'm the owner of the worst green dice in the history of X-Wing. <laughs> we just have to go to a tournament and ask to share dice with somebody and pass it on. It'll be like it, the Blitz from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> so get this. In my first regionals ever, which was 2014, um, first major tournament ever, actually, uh, I they have multiple ships out there, or is that only TIE Fighters and X-Wings? <laughs> uh, right, except I played Blue Baca, Chewbacca and two Blue Squadron pilots. Um, I had two games out of my six in which I rolled one of eight the entire game. Damn. Yeah. Um, and I finished, I think I finished fifth, fifth or sixth uh, made cut in that. Uh, but yeah, it's it's long standing. You you got you got ways to go before you can match Jeff Dice. But this tournament, no complaints whatsoever. I actually outrolled Daniel Lim, which uh, helped me win that game. So no complaints on the dice, dice guys. If you're listening, thank you. Appreciate yeah. It. But that was our adventures at the hyperspace trial, where one of us did well, one of us did pretty well and then one of us regrets life decisions um which is i think that's kind of the average spread uh as, with us at tournaments actually um yeah like at yeah. santa clara you had jeff who did you know reasonably well and then i did extremely well and then drew didn't show up so he of course regrets life decisions uh <laughs> then you've got yeah, and i had the other one the the one where i did extremely poorly what was that mountain was it mountain view um i think it was sacramento and <laughs> yes yeah uh <laughs> jeff mountain view was the one where you, where you went o2 drop yes you did the jeff special. exactly there you go mountain view, o2 drop yeah i did a little bit better than that in sacramento yeah so we just i was gonna go back and check the uh the episodes but uh thank you rick for remembering um well i remember because i was the first oh uh, that's oh yeah Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you're right. That was the one where Jeff's that was, uh, uh, tie swarm just imploded. Yeah, where Duchess decided that she could just hang out at range three of a tie swarm and take zero damage. One, you took one. Oh, sorry. Yep, one. You took one damage. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, that was that was good times. Good times. But that was the game I, that caused me to add bombs to Duchess. Um, so you didn't get me with bombs, right? You know who Jefferson got? Jefferson had two bombs on his broadside and did three damage to me with them. Yeah. Um, pretty nice. So real quick before we go into talking, you know, making our predictions for worlds and all of the incessant hilarity that will ensue out of that, I'm certain. Is broadside the best value to come out of that wave except for the Nantex? Yeah, broadside and matchstick. I'd have to. I, I'd honestly have to play them myself to make the decision. But they are. But they're. Both uh, I know. I, broadside I, is an incredibly efficient support piece. Yeah. Um, I think people are sleeping on Ahsoka Gunner. I did see it, but I didn't. It, I never. I didn't get to play against it. But it's definitely something that I've looked at as far as list building. I'm just not sure how to fit it. It's it's twelve points 
for a force. Oh, that's, uh, that's all I have to say. Well, and a possible focus to a friendly, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, basically, think yeah. about it this way: for a whopping twenty-six points, you could drop. Um, you could you could run wolf with two force tokens. How do you run wolf with two force? Yeah. Ahsoka and Palpatine. Oh dear. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a bad investment. Also, but think about it this way as well. Han Gunner is twelve points uh, for a red focus token at engage, yep. and Ahsoka's twelve points for a focus for whomever she wants and a force point. Yep. Well, no, it's either one. Um, you if you spend the force to hand out a focus token. Yeah, you have. To, yeah, but you get right. the flexibility yeah. of it. Um, it's right so there it's with a, Maul and Ezra and everything else. But it's a gunner yeah. slot, so it can go in an arc and leave the crew open. It can go in a Y-wing, and it can go in so much more. Yeah, I do yeah. think she puts like she does fit extremely well on Wolf, just to get that. Just because you do become a double modded uh, front arc shot with his natural reroll no and action. then her force, having taken no action. Yeah, so I mean that could mean you barrel roll with Wolf. God forbid. Yeah. Oh no! Did Wolf dodge your arc? Bummer. Yeah. <laughs> did you get arc dodged by an arc one seventy? The shame. Yep. Hey, they do have barrels. The um. And Wolf can't take. I'm going to say two words that you guys might never have heard in weeks handling. or months. I would thank you. Yeah. I'm just saying. Points. Is it four, four on a me- Is it four on a medium? Yep. Because uh, it's two on a small. And six uh, are we talking about expert handling? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about expert handling. Yeah, I yeah, do. So. I do like the medium ship barrel roll. It is like, it's that joke of somehow medium ships just find a way to fit everywhere. You know, no matter what, unless you really screw up, you're never hitting an obstacle with a medium ship. Yeah. So, but I, I think there are better things to spend on Wolf for four points. So, a list that I have actually really enjoyed. Um, running is uh, it's Wolf with Ahsoka and Expert. Uh, it's Luminara with CLT, and uh, then Anakin with Seven uh, B and R two. Yeah, yep. I have looked at uh, Anakin Wolf and one other one before. It wasn't Luminara. I think I looked at uh, Rick, but I can definitely see, you know. Jeff, Jeff, you finally found out, you know how annoying Luminara can be, despite your your I many did. protests. Yeah, Daniel had. Uh, well, I, I I misunderstood how Luminara worked for quite a while. Uh-huh. Um, uh, once I figured, once you guys enlightened me on how she worked, I could see it. But Daniel was the first time seriously playing against it, and his list. So Daniel's list is a sinker swarm with Luminara in the sixth spot. Um. His list is just designed so that you can't. It is really, really difficult to kill what you need to kill in seventy-five minutes. Yep, you just can't. You know, um, I, I got a couple of really strong shots in that that deleted some torrents, but otherwise, I didn't score many points in that game, and uh, I just won because he couldn't. He couldn't really kill me, you know. So yeah, um, it's Luminar is just vicious just she's vicious. she's extremely good 
you know, for, for one of the two force users, which are generally considered second tier, um, I don't know if she's not maybe better than Plo. It depends on your purpose. Yeah, right. It depends on if you're facing Nantex. If you have an ace, you want – if you're going for aces, you take Plo. If you're going for Swarm or support, you take Luminara. She is the uh, she is the one A of two force uh, Aether sprites. The, mm. the, thing that, the thing that's really interesting about her that I hadn't thought of before that Daniel showed me by using it is even if you've got your focus token, mm-hmm. right? He can keep you from dealing a crit. Yes. So that's that's remarkable. Like it's it's oh good, I'm finally getting a crit in on his his shieldless sinker. No, no, you're not. You're gonna get your two damage in, but that one that you thought is a crit is not a crit. That's cool. I, I I think that there's probably someone hasn't written it yet, but they will. A very good Luminara and Y Swarm list out there where all of the crit generation, all of the, you know, everything you go to expect, you're just going to bounce right off. You know, you're going to be forced to chew through 30, 40 whole points of one at a time. I will tell you that my Vader Duchess Vermeule list would be very annoyed to see that on the other side of the table. Your your list would be terrified of a a proton bomb ion turret broadside. No, you know, because... Yeah, I think maybe you need to fly against Jefferson a few more times. Uh, I have. I mean, he's he's got a he's got the arc dodging so that he can stay out stay out of the turret. Uh, I mean, I you it know is, okay. It is only range one to two. That's that makes a big difference. The bigger um, the bigger piece for me is it's just broadside with one agility can be deleted in one to two in like one and a quarter turns. Yeah. Yeah, I can. Um, without going too far into theory crafting, you are essentially giving up any other shots on the other two and kind of letting them do whatever they want. Yeah, which can. But that's that's because broadside is a bigger threat. Interesting. Okay. Um, to me, at least, I hate ions. Ah, personal preference. I see. Well, my list hates ionists, I should say. Oh, yeah, no. there's uh, Duchess and Vader both do not like being ionized. Uh, that normally ends in a quick death. Yep. Well, Jefferson told me that we played in the fifth game, and he told me that I was the first player that didn't get a ship. That's what I mean. Ionized by broadside. It is, uh, you know, it's a, it's so consistent because of that, adding that, you know, switching that blank for focus. It's just, um, yeah, I, I can definitely see it. At half the time, because it's only range one to two, half the time when you're firing it, you're firing four dice. Mm. And, uh, you know, you have to think about would Broadside be probably the, the de facto caddy for Ahsoka Gunner so that when he turns a blank to a, uh, what is it? He turns a, a focus to a focus hit? Focus to a blank, or blank to a his? focus. Yeah, to a focus. so, I mean, you know, he he can't miss. Basically, like well, you're, always, you're talking about a very highly, a very highly accurate two two damage per turn out of his ion cannon. Yeah, I mean, I think Ahsoka is a little bit of a redundancy no, you just take on the him focus token he's all the way. Mm. Yeah, exactly. She can be used better elsewhere, I think. I mean, she wouldn't pair badly with Wolf and Broadside. 
Yeah. You like you you put it on in that way you could get a. Uh, I think her I mean, on an arc in general, Wolf or not, one hundred fourth. I think her on an arc is strong. Do you guys think there's any chance we see the arc one seventy go up in in points? I am still shocked they're forty two. I think minimum they should be forty three. I mean, uh, I just want to, Jeff. Before he goes, I would do want to ask Rick. You think they should only be two points more than a standard X-wing? Uh, yes. With half again, with the with half again, the uh, survivability and almost an identical um, dial. Well, it's not half again the survivability. It's half again the hit points. Yes, so exactly. Like sure, Jeff. There's a red barrel roll instead of a white barrel roll. And there is a lack of S foils for linked actions and boost. Has anyone ever called S foils a good thing on X wings? Yes. Yeah, it's they're auto on X wings because they're free. <laughs> um, if you if you made people pay points, you'd never see them. I I think they still might be taken for one point. Um, I don't know what <clears throat> because again. Boost. Um, I don't. I think. I think you're right, Vince. Personally, I think that if they cost something, they wouldn't be taken. Um, maybe one point for for very specific. Um, uh, you, for you name ships, but you not X wings would take them. You would pay one point if you were only taking one yeah. X wing. That's that's let, let's be real. If you were only taking Luke, or if you were only taking Wedge, you would, you would pay, pay one point, point for, for it. Exactly, but you would the, never take them on a blue squad escort. No, but the truth is that they are zero points. They are a free ship. They're they're part of the ship. They're intended to be part of the ship. And, <laughs> and um, so I the just, thing is, they're trash. Um, they that that's a hot take there, Vince. And um, I I hope you are prepared to be roasted about it oh that's just that's yeah. just flat out wrong there's there's no way it's trash there's no way that the ability to choose to boost and focus in the same turn even at the loss of an attack die is trash for zero points. especially when it does not affect <laughs> torpedoes either yeah doesn't affect uh, secondary, you know, um, special weapons. So, uh, but what my point is, because God right? knows that Rebel Torpedo, Rebel Torpedo spam has gone from being an A list to a C list, and it would be D without without I servo mean, motors. No, it wouldn't. It, there would be no. It, there would be no appreciable difference in uh, in offense. With the with the one two punch of plasma followed by proton, all rebels need is for FFG to undo one or two little stupid changes they made and Rebels will be right back in the mix. Not Rebel Beef level, levels, but they'll be right back in the mix. 60-point Luke, 52-point Wedge. Point is, and where I was going with all of this, is that um, the, the white reposition actions on an X-Wing uh, are a huge... And more than make up for the lack of health on an arc. The arc's biggest advantage, and what you have not mentioned, is the rear arc. The rear arc is phenomenal and incredibly helpful because um, when you're plotting your course and you're like, hey, how do I get a shot? Well, I can't. 
So I'll turn away and get a shot. I just want to point out that all you're doing is making an argument for stuff I haven't even mentioned yet. Right. And you're talking about that that's only worth two points. Because of the lack of white repositions and the lack. What's the cost of a dorsal turret? Um, and And the red three hards and the red four straight. I'm going to add those in there as well. Dorsal turret is three points. Mm-hmm. So f- I'm just saying to buy an extra, you, you should you should be paying. You know, let's say you paid sixty six percent of the cost because you can't turn the the rear rock. Obviously, um, that's your. So you think that only three more that three more whole point three more health. And an extra attack is only extra worth two attack. points. It's an ex- it's an additional attack that an X wing cannot take. What the rear arc? Yeah. Like by that, if, if you agree, if you agree with my premise that a rear arc is equivalent to a dorsal turret, then an arc already should be forty four points before you go into the health. So here's the thing. Here's the the big picture is. Maybe, as Rick says, they should be 43. Maybe, as Vince says, the minimum should be 44. The truth is that they're at 42 because of the pricing of the other yeah. ships in Republic. Um, we can't really the, compare cross factions. The, the Sinker Swarm, swarm would not be... Um, would not be viable if the if Torrents were more expensive, for instance. Um they just want they want Republic to have some some generic beef so that it's not all of Jedi and, and named pilots. I don't, pro- I don't think anybody has a problem with the pricing on the torrents. But my point is, is if you raise the price of an arc, you are instead going to find a way to get like three or four more points and run two torrents instead. I just right. don't think you should ever be able to take three arcs in a seven B. I don't think that's too much to ask. I mean, why? What's it? And what what is it tearing up? Like, are you taking a good seven B? You can You can. It's can't you fit? Yeah, you could fit Obi in a seven B in three one and three one zero fourths. But I mean, what what tournaments is this tearing up that you're so? It's one about? we've talked about it winning hyperspace trials before. It was two weeks ago. I mean, I'm not saying that it hasn't won a hyperspace trial. I'm just saying it's it certainly is not an oppressive thing. I'm not saying it's oppressive, but that doesn't mean that it's it's appropriately priced. I mean, like, okay, I'll give you. I don't want to. I'm not going to name drop, but and Jeff uh, Rick knows who this is. A very competent player with a top eight at a system open is talking about taking Obi Wan with seven B and three Arc one seventies. Do we really think that this is a list that he would take if he didn't think he could win with it? In Republic, no less. Let's say that it is. Why is it, it's a list that a good player wants to take to a, take mean that it needs to be weakened? I, I don't. There's there's, it, always gonna, there's gonna be a list that this player wants to take because he thinks he has a chance to win. Jeff, it, in what world do four Arc One Seventies lose to four X Wings at equivalent cost? Um, properly flown. I list. think four X wings would be. Yeah, I think. How how are 
Guys, this you, you guys are living it's in some kind of weird dream world. An arc uh, I can tell you, it's, you don't always have a shot. You can't. You cannot outfly an arc with an X-wing. The dial is too similar. No, you could definitely outfly an arc with an X-wing. Guys, you have you never got, tried. It, shall we? You have you never tried, you, Dave. Vince, you've got this. Uh, at the moment, probably losing to whoever next is in. I'm playing right. league. Well, if you show up beforehand, unless it's unless it's Ryan, in which case I think I probably Rude. have a solid chance at I'm a W. You said that, and uh, you know, <laughs> love you, Ryan. And and Thanks. the other thing I was going to throw in there is um, that if you show up, I will let you throw an arc on the table. And I will put an X-Wing on the table with an R4 so that we're equivalent points, and we'll play. Uh, Blue Escort no, and a not. 104th are equivalent points. Uh, X-Wings are 41, aren't they? Yeah. So, yeah, I can't. I guess I can't take an R4. I guess I will just okay, be, I'll just take a one-point bid. There we go. Well, why don't you just take uh, an electronic baffle or something? I don't know. We'll find a one-point upgrade that doesn't matter. Um, a point. Listen, listen. I don't. You know. Yes, I'm riding this like it's. You know, I'm beating this dead horse, and I shouldn't have done it. And I apologize to all involved. Let's move on to worlds, <laughs> so I can be wrong some more. Uh, why don't we, st- Rick? If you had to pick a list in the current in current year. To take down worlds, oh God. pick one. Who's going to win? Can I give a two-part answer? Every time somebody says this, you know they have ten minutes to talk. Um, Go I think ahead. The pilot who's going to have the highest cut rate is going to be Sunfac. Um, but I think there's okay. going to be something like Agreed. four U wings or some other thing that makes cut and um, denies the Nantex a championship. He just totally <laughs> ripped off your answer, Vince. Uh, he, he, to be fair, he didn't say that it's going to win because Rick is not that brave. Fortunately, when it comes back around, I will be that brave. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, I, I agree about Sunfact. I, I I haven't worked out the point, but this guy Alex, uh, <laughs> it uh, guy Alex at the hyperspace trial was playing a captain Captain Sear Swarm. With Chertak, mm-hmm. it was terrifying. If he um, if he manages to, or if somebody manages to fit Sunfac in there, you're gonna have to. It's gonna be tough because you you have to not only get rid of one of the drones, but you have to come up with a few more points because Sunfac with ensnare is expensive. But yeah, you shouldn't be able to fit more than four droids in a bomber. What's that? Well, the thing about it is that Captain Captain Sear is um, yeah, or, or Sear is nasty in the yes. solo. Um, and, and I think that that is uh, that's something that makes the rest of the list really dangerous. Um, I I think that a Sunfact swarm of some sort is going to win, and if if I really had to bet on it, I think it's going to be Sunfact Sear so, and something else. Um, a current medalist is uh, Sunfac uh, and five five trade uh, trade federation drones. Um, right. And so you're saying something like that, or close to it. 
I mean, I, I really think, I don't know how much Seer costs. Um, I, I just don't know how you'd build it. But I, I think Sunfax going to gonna win it. And I think um, I, I think it's going to be a mini swarm of some sort. All right. Um, Jeff did kind of just give it away. Uh, but I actually think, and I am prepared to make this public statement, I think Quad U-Wings is going to win Worlds. And let me tell you why. Quad U-Wings, I think, is the only list right now that has at minimum a 50% chance no matter who you put it up against. The only time... the only, And I, the, I say that because between Hef, Selfless, Tax Scrambler, and, um, Leia. and Leia, you can gun turret like a, like a Separatist Swarm. Uh, you can play bumper cars and just run into things and you can, you know, just reduce people's offense while also, which just gives you longer to survive, which against an eight hole two defense die ship already, that's hard enough. Um, you, we know you wings can beat Imperial aces. That's not up for debate. And without focusing all of your ensnares, uh, on one U wing, all you're going to do is fly into the front of four of them and probably get deleted fairly quickly with the Nantex. Does anybody know what Duncan Howard is taking to Worlds? Because <laughs> uh, my I'm answer is afraid we don't have that information. Going to be whatever he's yeah, flying. I mean, yeah, whatever Duncan Howard <laughs> flies. Yeah, that's a good answer. That's a solid, solid odds-on answer. <laughs> I mean, at this point, do we want to just start like an odds board of X-wing celebrities? Well, crate bet. They already do that, right? Oh, I just submitted my crates bet. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Plus, I put my real name on it, so <laughs> if I piss anybody off, they'll know where to find me. Um, but, I mean, you know, I, I think quad use has the, the right combination of offense, survivability, maneuverability, and efficiency to trade out against every other list. And if you're a good enough player, you know – you it's should a really good list and Leia. The the thing is that it synergizes so well with Leia, with all of them able to stop and cover each other's arcs and fan them out wide, mm-hmm. all at the same turn. Um, it's it's very you know. Usually with Leia, when I'm playing Leia, uh, if I try to make myself <laughs> time my ship so that they all want to use Leia at the same time. I'm gimping something, right? With the U wings, you don't you don't gimp something if you do that. No, you turn it into an infantry square. I, it's literally yeah. it, just one forward, one back, one to the left and the right, and then you say, "I hope you get ready to spend your action on a reposition because if you don't, you're going to get shot in the ass." Yeah, and um, I think that's a, a solid pick. Uh, if I had to, it, you know, if you put a gun to my head and say who would be the second place. Uh, I would say Sunfac in a five droid mini swarm. So, um, you know what annoys me most about the quad viewing? Pray tell. I only, I only have three U wings, <laughs> and there's no good. You might as well ship. take a fourth. Once you've got three, you, you really want the fourth one. Braylon's not a bad force. The one I would consider? Uh, no, uh, is an Azatite. Marvel. 
What? Ozotox. How much are they? Because you've really only Let's got go about look. 40, 44 points this left. Sounds like a answerable question. Rebels. Azotech gunship. 46. And if you go all the way to lower, you get so 52. Maybe. I, you yeah. know, Loric, Loric with three U's is not bad. Especially yeah, with, but with, well, but think about it between Benthic and Heftober, where you can, as soon as somebody runs into, uh, into Heft, you're coordinating a reinforce to Loric. So this is a very minor objection, but keep in mind that the, yes, it does. It has a zero stop. Nothing out of Leia. It's got a stop and a half arc. Yeah. It traded the four the four straight now? for a stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I withdraw my objection. That might be good. Yeah, and I mean that's this is assuming you don't go all the way up to Wolf Warrow. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I think yeah. Loric would be the play if you were looking for a, a third. Um because Benthic with between Benthic with a focus and an evade and Hef normally or a blue with selfless next to him, you're not killing a U-Wing without 14 dice. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's that would be my pick, just in terms of application against the widest number of lists and uh, that'd be it, man. I, Hef with selfless and intimidation is just so fucking good. Um, you add it into like a passive sensors benthic, and nobody ever thinks about that. Um, yeah. Or per- I guess you would go perceptive, right? On benthic, you would have or to. Base. Yeah, I have yeah, one. A- I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, bays would be solid, but that's uh, then you're then you're red, and there really aren't that many good blues on a U wing. Like if you had, if you had a blue list. too hard on a U wing, I would agree with you. Yeah, but that's. You're already spending yep. 50 on one of them. You don't want to spend 50 on two of them. Yep. But, hey, that just goes back to what we were talking about, about uh, bad points changes. Did I say that out loud so again? What, oh, dear. What is the, what's the gatekeeper that's keeping any of us from picking Republic, from um, picking Jedi? I would, Everyone's played against it. Jeff, my answer to that I mean, question so <laughs> is that um, I, uh, I shout out – to uh, to the guy I saw on the Minoc page who posted a bunch of analysis, and he pointed out that uh, Republic, though being one of the most popular factions, is actually underperforming percentage-wise to its play rate. You know what annoys me about that is it undercuts our argument that not necessarily your argument, Rick, but Vince and I sort of feel this way that high and knit double repositioning is not. Oh no. It's skill. Okay. So double um, repositioning high initiative if, um, is true skill in the sense that it is really easy to screw up. But if you are competent, like it right. gets a lot easier and a lot less skill intensive, the more skilled you are. Um, so if you're right, it removes what it, I think my argument, Jeff, is that it removes excuses. 
Like you, you are running out of excuses to not win if you are good, and you're running double repo force, so, uh, high and you know double repo force aces. So oh, wait, I, if, I feel if, like attacked here. Hold on. If you were the no. kind of if you were the kind of player <laughs> Just who would joust triple epsilons, you probably should not be flying uh, high initiative repositioned exactly. aces because your tendency and your instinct is going to be to joust with them, and so. Now, see, that would be – I would think that maybe the reason Republic would be underperforming is that there are a lot of people who yeah. just want to fly Obi-Wan and they want to fly Anakin. And, you know, and they're – when they run into a player who knows what those ships can do, their skill level is not there to, to be able to um, to be able to make an yep. unexpected good move with, with what they've got. Um, so I, I would think that's probably why they're underperforming there. I would also I, argue that there's not a hard that up until now there hasn't been a hard counter to aces. Yeah. So so you're saying some fact. Well, yeah. we is can also talk gatekeeper. about hand. He's a gatekeeper. Yeah. I, I mean, I. No, right, but it was a no, counter. No, we can't. They nerfed aces. it into oblivion. Yeah, it was for sure. And, look, and how, look how the community reacted to it, because God forbid that you not be allowed to auto win with aces. Yeah, we just finished saying it's not an auto win. No, I mean, God forbid you be able to go into an event and not feel confident against aces uh, with aces. Heaven forbid. You knew what I meant, oh. Jeff. I I mean, all I can tell you is that. I have not gone into a tournament and felt confident with my aces. That's because your green dice suck. <laughs> Whatever. If, if you it rolled, is. Jeff, if you rolled like an average human being, you would be so much more confident going to tournaments, and you know it. Uh, anyway, I, I've given some thought, and I the only thing that I can come up with with what I think is the gatekeeper, why I'm not saying Republic won't do really well is Sunfac. Um and I do think by the way the guy yeah. you mentioned that's talking about the three arcs plus a plus a seven B that also, is anti shout out Chris Peters uh, the guy who posted the stats that I was referencing. I believe he is. is, he, also, is he one of the, that's, um, he's I one of the crates, isn't he? I should have known his name off the top of my head because he's also the yeah. guy who designed the playmat for the Militant Casual Open uh, happening at Game Castle Santa Clara the weekend, be uh, the weekend before Thanksgiving. Oh, you get that plug in. That is, a, <laughs> that is a sweet segue, baby. Don't you, Jeff, don't you wish we were as smooth as that? I was half that smooth. God, he just I, he saw the opening to get that in and just. God. By the way, Rick, oh. I'm going to delete talking over that just so you can keep Fair. going over the whole thing, but I had to interrupt you. It was too good. <laughs> oh, oh, God. It was like velvet. He was so smooth. But all right, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap it up right here. Um, hopefully, we will get this out as Worlds is happening, so please do download it after your first round or after the last chance qualifier. Should we get this out is on it, Wednesday? So this week, I fly clueless, out Wednesday, is, the last chance qualifier is on, on Wednesday. Wednesday is that right? Um, the, uh, the, uh, oh, I, I forgot gotcha. how to word, um, 
the uh, day one A is Thursday, day one B is uh, Friday. How to English. And then cut is Saturday with champs on. Man, this sucks. I'm supporting a trial this week, and uh, I am not going to be able to cheat and sit in my office and, and watch uh, Twitch. Oh, uh, don't worry, Jeff. I'll, I'll, I'll provide commentary. All right, please do. Yep. Um, everyone, please do be watching the Facebook page as anything that uh, interesting or exciting that happens, I will be passing along as well as the uh, any streams that we use. I bet every single major streamer is going to be there. First Earth, VTTV. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, not going to be streaming. Dion. I mean, who isn't <laughs> going to be there? Us. <laughs> you don't stream. What you do does not count as streaming. But all right, guys, we are going to head out. Thank you very much I for joining it. me, and thank you all to our wonderful listeners. Good luck, those of you uh, going to Worlds. Deuces, y'all. Jeff and uh, Rick, go ahead and sign off. Yep. Y'all have a good week. And to anyone playing any of our opponents, I'm going with an old-school Dune quote, may thy knife chip and chatter. Bye-bye. Winning is not a sometime thing. It's an all-the-time thing. You don't win once in a while, and you don't do things right once in a while. You do them right all the time. Winning is a habit.